Louise, welcome. Hi, Valerie. Thanks for having me. Louise, how have you been keeping? Yeah, keeping good, keeping good, just plotting away and plodding away and just doing, you know, doing doing the best you can in the situation. And and you know, thankfully for me, there's still there's still football there that I can I can really lean on. So, you know, that's super important. But yeah, so just doing well. How are you finding life during COVID? I mean, has it changed much for you? Um, yeah, obviously during it then, you know, I had to I had to make that move to to Italy. Um, which was, yeah, which was massive, massive change. Um, you know, and there's been some really, really tough times, but, you know, really you've just got to, to find the positives. And thankfully I am in such a, yeah, just a, you know, a beautiful country and around actually, you know, such great teammates and, uh, um, you know, so you've really just got to make the most of it. So, you know, I really do kind of, you know, count myself lucky in some ways. There's some things that haven't, haven't had to change and there's had to be some little tweaks in the, in the football world again, which kind of, which was, again, something, something different, but, you know, you've got to, you know, adapt to that change and it's, it's just about, yeah, trying to embrace that challenge, I guess. You had a COVID test this morning. Uh, how many COVID tests have you had? Oh, my, I'd over 50. Easy, easy. It's so, you know, we're really are privileged to, to be in that position to get tested weekly and, you know, all for the for the good of the game and, and the health, you know, of of players and individuals, you know, to to be able to, you know, continue our sport. But yeah, you know, you can it can be exposing at times as well. You know, you've got to um still be really careful. So but yeah, thankfully, um plenty of swabs up the nose, but but very worth it. How has training been? Has training been different? Do you train in pods or because you test negative, you're probably allowed to train as normal? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, it will be be really interesting, you know, in maybe the future to kind of see how the, the science has worked between kind of sport and, and COVID and, you know, this, that and the other. But yeah, you know, thankfully, when we when we get tested regularly, we haven't had to, you know, really put too much restrictions, um, you know, on the pitch. Um, it's been more kind of outside of the pitch, you know, even in the in the change room and the locker rooms, you know, you've really got to just be careful and, and keep distance and make sure that there's, you know, plenty of space. Sometimes we've had to go in and take it in turns, you know, just go in and get changed and, and do all of that stuff. But so there, you know, there are some of the changes that it has. It's been it's been weird, you know, because that's it's the reason I play sports, it's for the team environment and um, you know, that's that's so you really crave that and and miss that. But then when you get the opportunity, you know, on especially on game days, then you know, to to kind of get that opportunity to be, I suppose, close in a different way during a team chat and stuff like that, you know, it's it is, it's it's really, really important. So, but obviously just down to the the constant testing, it's it's great. We will chat about more about your time in Italy in just a little bit, but we want to take it back to how you got there, Louise, how it all started as a young girl at home kicking a ball around. Do you remember the first time you you kicked a ball? Oh, I don't know about, about kicking the ball, but yeah, my, you know, my my dad just, my mum and dad just always used to say, they're just, so my dad was a, a guy man and played for Wicklow and played for Blessington and so we had a few footballs lying around and I was just, yeah, I was just obsessed. My sisters weren't so interested, but anywhere, anywhere they saw me, I was, you know, had a, had a ball at my feet or um, always under the arm. So I was, you know, going, going up the town in Blessington and, you know, I was always that person who was just carrying the ball under the arm and, 
Um, yeah, like, you know, my, my dad, like, owned a little local shop and, you know, there's an archway just beside it and I just used to stay there for hours just kicking the ball against the wall, kicking ball against the wall and just playing football for hours on days. My mom was so annoyed because I ruined every piece of clothing I had. So this, it was just constant and the love was, was constant. And I think my, my parents knew that from a really, really young age. So they just, they just encouraged it. They put more footballs around the place. They, you know, got me into as many sports as, as possible to see what I liked. And yeah, it was always, you know, soccer was always the number one, really. Was there much support for women in soccer when you were younger? Was there a local team? Was there anything that would encourage you more to play? Um, so at the time, uh, no, there wasn't a, a local girls team. Um, and yeah, so just, just the, the boys team. And so my, uh, so I joined my first boys team when I was six and pretty like, luckily, I suppose it was the fact that my best friend, um, obviously loved football and his dad was the coach of the team. So he was just like, yeah, just come on, come and play. And and then that was that was it. And sure, everyone who I was playing with anyway, I was I was friends with them. So it was just really completely kind of normal to me. I wasn't kind of um yeah, intimidating going into going into certain situations. Um I think it was just at times on on game days, you know, when uh, when it was time to get changed. And I think some of the mothers would be worried now that I was in there with them, but that's when you'd get the little referees room or or your own changing room sometimes they'd have to be squeezed into a little uh container and I'd get this lovely nice big dressing room to myself so but yeah th- like those were the ways and um then thankfully then when uh maybe I was about nine or so um a girls team um was made and yeah and we had we had a great time we had a really successful team and and won all Ireland in the community games and stuff like that and yeah and you know so that was a mix of kind of yeah, Gaelic players, footballers, you know, a bit of bit of everything. So um it it just built up nicely, yeah. Was there someone that you looked up that, that you were like, I'm gonna be as good as them someday? Um, like really in terms of I spoke like I had role models, yeah, across you know, across the board. Um, you know, probably de- probably more male dominated, to be honest. Um, there wasn't really too much that I uh that I knew of when I was when I was kind of younger but you know I think for me I really just looked up to then the older girls um at the time and you know because to me they were you know they were yeah older and experienced and and talented and you know probably like at the time being so young like yeah like a you know a just a really really good footballer so again I was just kind of looking up to them and yeah, I was just obsessed with football. Liverpool were my team. Like Michael Owen was my just my favorite player. I was just obsessed, obsessed with Liverpool. And um, yeah, and then and then also as I think probably everyone's is, it's Sonia O'Sullivan. But I really, my you know my mom was really really loved athletics and she really loved tennis. So again, a lot of like uh, tennis players and stuff. I was really kind of getting into knowing them. I always remember like Lindsay Davenport and stuff. I don't know why I liked her and, you know, but you just, you just do, you just get into it and you're just like, I think it was because she was actually quite tall Um, obviously ridiculously talented, um, you know, American tennis player. But again, just, you know, you just kind of associate a few, a few things. And I think just kind of being tall and, you know, me knowing that I was a young, young, tall, young, tall girl, I think you just kind of gravitate towards it. 
I know for you, there probably wasn't many female role models, but times are changing, Louise, and you yourself now is one of them. And you were such a big uh, campaigner and ambassador for this 20 by 20 campaign, which, you know, seen some amazing changes here in Ireland for women's sport. Yeah, I just, I absolutely loved it. Um, for me, that was a huge, um, yeah, experience that I got to have. And, and it just, it kind of just, landed on my lap out of nowhere but it was something that I was so invested in kind of before and I'd always kind of thought about this and I'd always wanted to do something like that but you never know how to you know you never know how to start it so then the fact that like you know along came a spider then kind of created this idea and, and Sarah and stuff like that like fair play to her because that's that's something that I've literally wanted to do and she but she created it she you know she made that you know her her little baby and and then obviously got a few of us ambassadors involved from different sports. And for me, then that just kickstarted, you know, everything that I, you know, want to strive for and um, like almost off the field in sports. Um, obviously, I'm very proud of, you know, what, I, what I've done on the pitch, but I want to be able to create something and do something off this and, and yeah, build that pathway and, and you know, make make role models out of people and you know and I really wanted to push that as well for yeah obviously the Irish team as well to kind of um yeah to get everyone in, involved as much as much as we could and just kind of really build up that you know that role model status or just yeah just be there just to show that you know it's it's so possible to to become what you want you know we've we've all kind of had to go the long way around us but you know the fact that, that we're there now and we can do it it's uh it just feels amazing are we moving in the right direction as media and sport are we are women in sport or even men being more acceptance of you know women's sport uh like yes of course you've seen a massive um you know increase increase in the attention and just, you know, people then just enjoying sports, no matter what's on the TV, especially now at the moment in the last year, you've really just want to watch sports. And I know that's the approach I'm taking any bit of sport on the TV, mm. no matter what it is, who it is. I'm just, you know, loving, loving watching this. And, um, you know, but sometimes it is, it kind of feels like maybe two steps forward, sometimes three steps back. Sometimes it's, it's even more, you know, more encouraging, but then there's something, there's still little kind of, yeah problems and and issues in the way that you know still people like to still kind of yeah like degrade women when they when they then give their opinion on football you see a lot of, of the pundits um at the moment and um and I'm, I'm totally understanding like there's definitely some of the male pundits that's that definitely gets you know a, a bit of that as well but it just seems more um yeah more harsh and more targeted um and the, and the comments then that you see so um, really kind of degrading. So there's there's definitely big steps, and the fact that you can still take the steps forward that's super encouraging. And then, of I suppose just those, you know, keyboard bashers and mm. stuff like that. That's you know something that hopefully we can kind of pass by, and there's people can, you know, we can kind of delete them out of our lives, and you know keep keep that strength. And it's and it's again, it's something that just makes you you know makes you grow, but. Um, in terms of the coverage and the support, and you really do see it from from the media, it it, it has been massive, um, and it's only going to get bigger. It's it's not going anywhere, um, you know. And as long as you know, we just stay confident. Women stay confident that the, um, you know, and just we just want to keep striving and pushing it forward, um, because yeah, we're not going anywhere.
Brilliant. Here, here. Get rid of the keyboard warriors is right, Louise. Um, plenty of achievements for yourself down through the years. I mean, so many that I, I can't even name them all at the moment. But for you, have you a standout highlight moment, maybe? Oh, wow. Um, really tough. Um, like, I think there's just been, I, I think one of them for me, and, and again, it was it was one that was just off the pitch, obviously, just when the Irish team, when we you know, kind of stood up for equality in the team. For me, that was just one of the most kind of powerful moments I had in sport, um, you know, kind of watching how we came together and, um, you know, fighting for what we, what we thought was right and what was, what was deserved. And, you know, we still want to keep pushing that on further. Um, and, yeah, for me, you know, thankfully in, in football, I've had, yeah, so, you know, so many, so many good memories and, you know, like winning, winning a title with Arsenal and, you know, any of the, you know, the international games we had, we had a tough campaign this year, but there, some of those games were some of the most special moments I've had, you know, with, with the green Jersey on. And um, yeah, so it's, it's too hard to name, but you know, I'm still hoping to, to create a few more anyway. Exactly. You are in Italy at the moment. Um, it was a new challenge for you. You probably didn't take the op- like you did take the opportunity with both arms open, but was it difficult to make that decision maybe during while COVID was going on? Yeah, absolutely. Probably, yeah, one of the definitely one of the tougher decisions in my career, I would think. Um, you know, it was. It was just that really tough. I'd also been abroad um, before, and you know, but I just found I was really kind of settling in England and just kind of, mm. you know, having that. Um, the similarities to Ireland having created such a good like friend base and, and just kind of knowing everything about London and really just settling um, and yeah and then having to 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 get up and, and pack everything away and, and come to Italy you know in at the time of that it was it was incredibly difficult and to and to literally kind of leave yeah leave my family um, and not knowing when you'd kind of see them again, when this would kind of be over. And the one thing obviously for football as me is, is to share it with my family and friends and to share those experiences. And, you know, obviously not one has been able to come to Italy um, you know, and just kind of see it and experience it with me because it is, it's, it's just, it is one of the most beautiful countries in the world. And, um, you know, and they're so passionate about their football here. So it's, it's the whole experience. And, you know, that is, that's, it, it is what, you know, female footballers find her, they really, it's across the board, they've really just got to pick themselves up and follow that dream that they have to, you know, to go play football. And really, there's so many people doing it without the people they love most. Um, and that's, yeah, that's really, really difficult. But again, I, yeah, I love the challenge. It's making me a stronger person. I definitely have some, you know, down days and sad days when you know where you're missing missing all the birthdays or you know you know that they're they're as cooped up and lonely as you sometimes you just want to be able to be there and give them a hug but um yeah when it's you know when it's all done it's going to be you know hopefully it's going to be so worth it brilliant yeah hopefully once it is they will be able to go visit you louise and how how's the italian coming along is it is it (laughs) it's uh it's progressing okay good sometimes yeah and it's yeah we're we're getting there I'm like I'm actually just really enjoying the lessons and that sort of that sort of challenge as well from us and um definitely understanding a lot more and my my football Italian is is okay 
Um, but yeah, I do. I do. I'm, that's one thing. I, I don't have the confidence to, to speak enough, um, you know, but it'd be very half and half, really, which which could be it's worth, probably worth a go to do it. But yeah, I still have a lot of work to do. But look, at least you're giving it a go anyway. There's nothing, you know, that's all you can do at the moment. But how are you finding it? You know, the girls welcoming when you came over because you probably went on your own. So they probably knew as well that they had to just be as welcoming to you were. Yeah, absolutely. There was um, like a couple of new players. There was one who I kind of knew, uh, a Dutch girl, like via, via other friends. So, you know, we just kind of, found each other quite quickly and, and have obviously become really good friends now. And, and yeah, and the, the Italians are there, they are really just open and welcoming and honest people. And, you know, if you kind of open yourself up to, to their, to their culture and their food and their way and do it their way, you'll be fine. <laughs> just do it their way because then they'll get angry at you. But, but, but I did that. And, and obviously because I really, wanted to learn about the culture and yeah so now I've just I've really created some some new bonds and new friendships and um yeah so just just really really enjoying it great it sounds brilliant well look you took the time out I know you're busy at the moment you're in the middle of Champions League which is great the second leg is coming up against Man City yeah but listen City are City are just a great team and we've just got to to keep going into into that second game and and giving us giving us our all again and um, you know, it's it is just such an ex, uh, experience for us now. You know, City are City are playing brilliant football, and the players that they've brought in, um, you know, you can really see that they have world class players, you know, all over the pitch. And but uh, yeah, it's it's been nice to to face face an English team again, and and you know, I would you know kind of know some of the girls as well so it's just good to to get back out there and and go against them and, and challenge yourself brilliant louise um i just want to say before we go that when we first met it was at a three ireland uh soccer game and you were supposed to bring your heroes that day and i brought my mother do you remember ma'am yes <laughs> so good yeah absolutely so i told ma'am that i was interviewing you today and like anytime she sees you on the television or you're playing a game, Luigi is literally your number one fan. She is obsessed with you. She's like, tell her I said hello. She's so oh. I follow her on Instagram. Like, <laughs> she's just so mad about you, Louise. Oh, we actually just had so much fun that day. Like that was amazing. And that was even my like first time stepping on the Aviva pitch and we got to do it all together in like Irish jerseys. You with your mom, like what a like what a moment. Like Honestly, what a moment that was. And we actually just had so much crack. Like it got competitive sometimes, but it was more just, yeah, on the, on the crack side of things. And yeah, she, she was in goals, wasn't she? She was. And you give her the gloves to keep, which she has. Yeah, like, good. They're literally, they're nearly in front of nice. all my family pictures. You know, they're such a center stage. I've been shoved off the fireplace for these gloves, Louise. So good. No, she was brilliant and just, that you know that's it that just represented everything you know that that day was about you know to to just enjoy the day and and to be two just yet yeah, strong strong females you know kicking ass in the Aviva you know that's that's that was it and that was yeah that was a great great day yeah that's what it's all about before I let you go though all our shine um contributors and speakers have given some advice to maybe young players that are wondering coming through the ranks and probably looking at you as a role model have you any advice that you'd like to give to them um for me I suppose and something that I've just 
try to do for you know especially for all my professional career is is just and it's it is that cliche but just keep working hard I always just wanted to be you know I sometimes definitely wasn't the most talented or this that and the other but I wanted to make sure that I was the hardest working on the pitch if I needed to do a bit of extra training at the end I would if I needed to go early I would um and for me, and, and that's also on, on the personal sense, you know, work hard to make good relationships with people and, and to kind of form those friendships and relationships with coaches, players, um, you know, any, anyone who's involved in the team. And for me, that's kind of every base that, you know, any new team that I'm coming to. So going from, you know, Sweden to Notts County to Arsenal to Italy, it's been, you know, work hard, um, you know, try, be, be your best that you can be and, you know, and form those friendships and relationships and, and everything will work out. Well, brilliant. Thank you so much for joining us. You are an amazing role model. We're all so proud of your achievements here in Ireland and we look forward to keeping an eye on you over the next couple of weeks. All right, Louise, thanks a million. Lovely. Thanks, Valerie.